Grace, mercy, and peace are yours from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Welcome to a sermon podcast from Salem Lutheran Church. For more information, please stay tuned at the end of the sermon. Sundays of the non-festival half of the church year, these Sundays after Pentecost, the, the last several weeks is always on the emphasis of the end times. And we'll hear this beautiful parable called the parable of the talents, where really Jesus taught the disciples how to live in these end times, with what kind of attitude um, as we approach these uh, last days before Judgment Day. Our first lesson for this 25th Sunday after Pentecost is found recorded in the book of Isaiah, chapter 1, beginning at the 10th verse. Hear the word of the Lord, you rulers of Sodom. Listen to the law of our God, you people of Gomorrah. What do your many sacrifices mean to me, says the Lord? I have more than enough rams as burnt offerings and enough fat from well-fed animals. I am not pleased with the blood of bulls or the blood of lambs and male goats. When you come to appear before me, who has asked for this from your hands, this trampling on my courts? Stop bringing worthless offerings. Your incense is an abomination to me. I cannot stand your sinful assemblies on the new moon, Sabbath, and holy days. Deep in my soul, I hate your new moons and your appointed feasts. You have become a burden to me. I am tired of putting up with them. When you spread out your hands, I will hide my face from you. Indeed, even though you make many prayers, I will not hear. Your hands are full of blood. Wash yourselves, purify yourselves, remove your evil deeds from my sight. Stop doing evil. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Relieve the oppressed. Seek justice for the fatherless. Plead for the widow. Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they will be as white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they will be like wool. The word of the Lord. Our second lesson is found recorded in St. Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 12, beginning at verse 1. Therefore I urge you, brothers, by the mercies of God, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, which is your appropriate worship. Also do not continue to conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, so that you test and approve what is the will of God, what is good, pleasing, and perfect. So by the grace given to me, I tell everyone among you not to think of yourselves more highly than you ought, but think in a way that results in sound judgment, as God distributed a measure of faith to each of you. For we have many members in one body, and not all the members have the same function. In the same way, though we are many, we are one body in Christ, and individually members of one another. We have different gifts according to the grace God has given 
prophecy, do it in complete agreement with the faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is encouraging, then encourage. If it is contributing, be generous. If it is leadership, be diligent. If it is showing mercy, do it cheerfully. The word of the Lord. Our gospel is taken from Matthew chapter 25, beginning at the 14th verse. Jesus said, You see, the kingdom of heaven is like a man going on a journey. He called his servants and entrusted his possession to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two talents, and still another one talent, each according to his own ability. Then he went on his journey. The servant who had received the five talents immediately put them to work and gained five more talents. In the same way, the servant who had received the two talents gained two more. But the servant who had received one talent went away, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. The servant who had received the five talents came and brought five more talents. He said, Master, you entrusted five talents to me. See, I have gained five more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. The servant who received the two talents came and said, Master, you entrusted me with two talents. See, I have gained two more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. Then the servant who received the one talent came and said, Master, I knew that you are a hard man, reaping where you did not plant and gathering where you did not scatter seed. Since I was afraid, I went away and hid your talent in the ground. See, you have what is yours. His master answered him, You wicked and lazy servant. You knew that I reap where I did not plant and gather, where I did not scatter seed. Well, then you should have deposited my money with the bankers so that when I came, I would get back my money with interest. Take the talent away from him and give it to the servant who has the ten talents, because everyone who has will be given more, and he will have an abundance. The one who does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. Throw that worthless servant into the outer darkness where there'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. The gospel of the Lord. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for consideration is found recorded in the gospel of Matthew chapter 25 beginning at the 14th verse. I do open with that verse at this time. Jesus said, you see, the kingdom of heaven is like a man going on a journey. He called his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. This is the word of the Lord. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, if I would ask you for the definition of the word talent, I would not, I would be shocked and surprised if you didn't say, well, talents are your abilities, it's your skills that you have. And you would be absolutely right. Isn't that what all the dictionaries say? 
talents are your abilities and skills. In fact, as Christians, we know that those talents, those abilities and skills were given by God himself. We don't all have the same talents and even the same amount of talents. But what's beautiful is the talents that God has given us, he's blessed us with to be used together. Those talents actually in the congregation complement each other as we work together in the preaching, teaching of the gospel ministry of Jesus Christ. Did you know that the word talent actually comes from the Greek? And that's the word in our text. Originally, the word talent was not the word for abilities or skills, but it actually was a weight. I saw one commentary, he, he suggested that it could have been as heavy as 75 pounds. At that time, when people were determining the value of something, they would weigh it, and that became its value. So a talent, at the very least, is, was a pretty heavy weight. But over time, as coinage came into use, the word talent didn't refer to weight anymore, but actually to a coin. And that was true at Jesus' time. See, the talent in Jesus' time was a rather an expensive coin. It had great value. Now, some will say that maybe it was worth 10000 Maybe it was worth 100000 I bet some would even knock on the door of maybe one coin was like a million dollars by today's standards. See, the problem is, is it depends whether it's a silver coin or a gold one. I read one place that a gold coin is worth 30 times more than a silver one. And you always have to take into consideration inflation when you try to determine the value of a coin in Jesus' day to the value that we would place on it today. Because a dollar years ago could buy a lot more than the dollar today. So it's extremely difficult to determine how much is a talent really worth. But suffice it to say, it was the coin of the rich. Poor people did not have this kind of coin. And so when we speak, or when Jesus speaks of this, uh, this landowner, this master, who is going to go on a journey and give some of his business, his possessions, to his servants to carry out the business while he is gone. This man is an extremely wealthy man. He really has it all. This is a very unique parable, by the way, because all the other parables we've been considering have in the last several, really the last couple months, have all been connected with Tuesday of Holy Week, where Jesus would spend all day preaching and teaching. And it was always before a large crowd as people were gathering during the festivities at that time. This particular parable was not spoken in the temple courts. This was spoken towards evening, and it was spoken privately to his disciples. Jesus is not even in Jerusalem. He's just outside of Jerusalem on the Mount of Olives. And right across the valley from the Mount of Olives is the temple. Jesus had already 
told his disciples that the temple, not one stone on it, or one, not one stone in its building will be left upon another. That one day, that temple will be destroyed, and it was in 70 AD. Jesus goes on to also point out about the end of the world. And sandwiched in the middle of all this talk of the destruction of Jerusalem and the last day of the world is this particular parable. Really dealing with Christian living and the attitude that we are to have in these end times. So there was an extremely wealthy man and he called in his servants, and there were three servants in particular in this parable, this earthly story with a heavenly meaning. He gave one servant five talents, and no doubt with the command to put it to work. He gave to another two talents, and he gave to a third one one talent. He did not give them the same amount, and the reason for that, as it says, as Jesus himself said it, it was according to his own ability that the master gave them no more than they could handle. In other words, he wasn't setting any of them up for failure by giving them more than they could handle. And so one got five, one got two, and one got one talent. All with the command to go put it to work. And of course... Once the master comes back from his journey, even though the servants don't know when he's coming back, they just know he's coming back, they are to understand that on the day he comes back, they will have to face their master. They will be held accountable, and he will consider their accounts. And that's exactly what happened. So when the master came back, he would meet one-on-one -on -one with each servant. The one who had five talents actually put it to work and gained five more. And it's interesting how he says it. He says, Master, you entrusted five talents to me. See, I have gained five more. And then the reply of the master is truly amazing. He says, well done. And then goes on to say, good and faithful servant. He was faithful with a little, so he's going to put him in charge of many things. Now, do not think of these many things as this is a, a burden. He's dumping more work on me, and, and it would be better to, to do less, and maybe I shouldn't have done such a good job in, in with five talents and gaining five more. No, this was a blessing. This was a great honor and a privilege that his master was giving him. He'll even say, Enter into the joy of your master. Now comes the man with the two talents. He says the exact same thing as the first man did. I have two talents, and see, I have gained two more. What would you expect the master to say? You should really try to keep up with the, with the one who had five? But instead, he replies, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. So the compliment, these beautiful words, well done, good and faithful servant, wasn't based on success. 
It was based on faithfulness. Each one was faithful with the gifts that were given to them, and they put it to use in keeping with the Master's will. I love the words, well done, good and faithful servant. Because we're living in a time where there's so much emphasis placed on really having a legacy. That, that people want to make a name for themselves. And then having a great name for yourself, I can be remembered after I'm long dead. I heard in an interview, this was years ago, of a football player who was retiring, and they were and the reporter was kind of questioning concerning the retirement and, and even made the comment, hey, this could have a bad look on your legacy. This could really hurt and destroy your legacy. And the football player replied, let me worry about my legacy. Trying to make a name, trying to be great, trying to have one's name up in the lights. All of that doesn't even begin to compare to the greatest words that could ever be spoken. It's our Lord God saying, come to me into heaven and be with me. And along with that, well done, good and faithful servant. Only God could say those words. And he will say it to the faithful who have used the gifts that he has given them, especially those abilities and skills. My dear friends, use them. Use them well. Use them to God's glory. Use them in keeping with his will. And his will is he wants all to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Use them. Or you could lose them. Now we come to the one servant who was given one talent. And instead of gaining one more talent and actually putting the money to work, he decided to hide it, to dig it, to dig a hole and bury it so that when the master came back, he could actually give the original talent back to him. But notice he doesn't come out right away and actually say that. And he certainly can't say, here I have one talent and I made one more talent. Because that didn't happen. But instead he played the blame game. Instead he attacked his master and put the blame on his master. He says here, Master, I, I knew that you are a hard man, reaping where you do not plant and gathering where you did not get, scatter seed. Since I was afraid, I went away and hid your talent in the ground. See, you have what is yours. It sounds so right. It sounds so noble. It sounds very reasonable and logic. But here's the thing. He didn't carry out his master's will. His master didn't tell him originally to bury it. His master told him to use it. And so using the man's own words against him, if it is true that I am such a hard man who, who demands, who sows, or as it says here, uh, a man 
who reaps where you did not plant and gathers where you did not scatter seed, then you should have put it to use, at the very least did the very minimum, which put it in the bank and let it gather some interest. Oh, it may not be a whole other talent, but a few dollars more. Then the Lord calls him in very strong words, you wicked and lazy servant. The word wicked here in the original is the strongest word, one of the strongest words for evil. You are beyond evil. He had the man thrown out, taking the talent away from him and giving it to the one who had been faithful. And he throws them out where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And we know that Jesus uses those words to describe hell. Hell is a place of great pain, great suffering, great sadness, as well as great hatred. But wait a minute. When the servant, aren't these servants all believers? Here you have an example of a hypocrite, one who pretended to be a servant of the Lord, but his heart clearly was far from the Lord. And his unbelief showed in his faithlessness in what he did with the gifts that God had given him. That is the master. So what is the talent? I am one who believes that it is because of this parable that the word talent today is not used in the form of money, even though that's how the parable used it, but used in the sense of abilities and skills. Why I say that is because so many commentators will always bring that up, that the talent here is your abilities and skills. Even though Jesus was using it in the sense of money, this earthly story with a heavenly meaning must be the talents and abilities we have because we don't all have the same amount in the same proportion. It's all been given to the Lord in keeping with our abilities. In fact, God gave us these talents and skills so that we may use them and not fail. He doesn't set us up for failure with the talents and abilities he's given us. But you could actually understand this word talent as really anything God has entrusted to you. Not only the abilities and skills, how about time itself? Don't misuse that. It is limited. And you can't take back what has been done. And, and in addition, don't misuse even those possessions. Hasn't God even entrusted, as we understand that the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, that everything we have, since we brought nothing into this world and can take nothing out, that everything we have, we use to his glory in keeping with his holy will. But above all, understanding who this master is. Yes, this master is God. But this is the Savior God who took on that human flesh as that babe of Bethlehem. Who lived that perfect life that we could not live who paid for our sins on the cross that we could not pay, who rose from the dead, which we have no power to do, and he did it all for us. His invitation is to believe it, and through faith in him we are saved, and even that too is a gift of God. 
to whom we cannot think enough. My dear friends, motivated by his love, strengthened by his sacrifice and the giving of his life for us, we live each moment of every day in these end times using the talents that God has given us and especially those abilities and skills. We use them, or quite honestly, we could lose them. So use them well, and to God be the glory. Amen. The peace of God which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you for taking the time to listen to a sermon podcast from Salem Evangelical Lutheran Church. If you have any further questions or would like to learn more about Salem Lutheran and its ministry, please check out our website at www.salemevlutheran.org. Once again, that is www.salemev l-u-t-h-e-r-a-n dot o-r-g. May God bless you today and every day.